Hey y'all, I'm Bianca. And I'm Shawnee, and you're listening to Mindful BS. A weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS. The major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey guys, welcome back. Another week, another episode of your favorite podcast. Okay, let's keep it real. Mindful BS. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, like they know. I mean, y'all better know. No, <laughs> you guys know the routine. We hope you had a great week. And if not, make it a, a better one this week. Period. Like, you know? Yeah. We've said it before. All of that is a mindset. You know, if you can really wake up in the morning and kind of convince yourself, like truly convince yourself mentally that it's going to be a great day and choose to, to, to walk on the side of optimism and positivity, then you're going to have a good day. So if you've never tried that before, yeah, just try it today. Yeah. So how was your week? Baby. (laughs) Now y'all know, I'm not one to ever come on here and complain about a week, but when I say I am exhausted this week, for whatever reason, I have not been sleeping um, that much at night. So on average this week, I probably got like anywhere from two to four hours of sleep every night. Some nights I, I just didn't go to sleep at all. Um, and then also shout out to my ex-husband because obviously on the last episode, we talked about Bianca's birthday festivities. So he was dad of the year. He held it down, you know kept our daughter that entire weekend and he also had her like honestly most of that week leading up to that just so I can like prepare myself and do stuff around the house so I had to return the favor you know and I had to hold it down with her all of this week once I got her back and you know the first few days it was cool but after a while me and my homegirl was just starting to get I think we just both was looking at each other like oh you still here oh you still here oh dang I gotta deal with you oh dang Mm, so I'm still rocking with you huh mom okay bet so (laughs) these past couple days it hasn't been bad but she's just been like really really clingy just like a little bit whinier than she normally is um, I actually had to give her a lecture because we stopped by Bianca's house. Bria was actually very kind to her, which, you know, Bria can be spicy sometimes. Bria over here giving Amaya toys, like, okay, well, you can have it. It's fine. Amaya still asking for more stuff. No, I want this. I'm like, this is so. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get in the car, tell her she was being ungrateful. I really don't even think she said thank you for the toys that Bria gave her. It was just, we just had a moment. It's just been, it's been a week, but I'm still alive. You know, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. So. You know, I think the next week will be better. But yeah, it's it's been a week. It's been a week. How was yeah. yours? <laughs> I too had a week. It was a week. And I don't even really need to get into it. But just know that it was an emotionally draining week. Okay. And I, you know, I ain't said that in a while. So it was bound. Here it is. A week. Yeah. But like Shani said, you know, I'm going to go on to the next one. Hopefully it's going to be better. It's all in the mindset. So, yeah. It's going to be better. 
it's gonna be better. Yeah, I had a lot of realizations this week. Um, a lot of realizations. So whatever, I ain't gonna talk about it either. We just, <laughs> I'm gonna just let everything play out. So yeah. But I, all I want to say about this thing called life is every time you think you have something figured out, you don't. It's a constant growth type situation. Constantly. I and mean, life always finds different ways to remind you that, hey, there's a growth needed here. Grow, ho. <laughs> <laughs> hey, life will 100% tell you you like oh you was comfortable with that bet let me switch it up for you really right like what and i be like wait because i thought we and then i said i had and everything and what about and no remember that meme that they used to have the little nah meme when it just was like the person making the face and just said nah like that's life Uh, will hit you with the just nah it's not happening yeah yeah yeah, so those are our weeks, you guys. If you want, obviously, slide in our DMs because y'all love sliding there. Or hit us up on Twitter. Let us know how your guys' week are. If you have anything fun planned for this upcoming week, we always love to hear from you all. Um, and we can just go ahead and slide right into those pop culture streets because, baby, there's yeah. a lot going on, low-key. Yeah, low-key. Like, the, we just started off going ablaze about Trey songs and his... Um, penis and it was like damn I just woke up and this is a trendy topic like it's 9 a.m like and then he capitalized on them making caption aid is why I walk with a limp oh also here's my only fans links that y'all so nosy twenty dollars a month then all the women oh I knew Trey had it Okay, Trey, me sliding over. You know, Trey probably made a lot of money on his own fans that day. And while I will say, you know, he's well endowed, I never get what the hype about is always about with the well endowed penis. Like, okay, we see it, we can't work with it, we can't do nothing about it. They're not even like aesthetically pleasing for real. So, what? It's just like, okay, this man has a nice penis. Great. Oh my goodness. So I have not looked at or I've heard about this. I've seen the rumblings on the street, but I purposely did not go searching for this just because I don't know Trey songs. Um, but I do have friends in the industry that know Trey songs and I just don't want it for, for whatever reason if we ever cross paths I don't want to be looking at him like but I know what you packing so I did not look at it but to be honest with you I at this point I feel like I say this every other episode no publicity is bad publicity low-key based on what I have seen and what Bianca just mentioned about how the captions happened and the OnlyFans I'm gonna be honest I don't know this for a fact so let me just say this but I feel like it might not have been a leak. And if it was a leak, it was a it was an intentional leak that was like, all right, so let me go ahead and just drop this. And this is how we're going to do this rollout. And y'all know me, PR Shawnee, like business side Shawnee. I'm all here for it. Like, go ahead, young man. <laughs> Make your money. <laughs> do what you got to do. I know my homeboy. Don't you got a kid now? 
you know he got a kid ain't no tour dates i know he just had that little beef with the uh he put a cop in the headlock right or something yeah, allegedly something something like like, that got arrested because he fought the yeah you know he hey. might have had to pay some bail you know he might have had to you know bar rob peter to pay paul to you know get out of that you know so all i'm gonna say is do what you do the lady seemed to love it um yeah i ain't got no comment all i'm gonna say is i'm not gonna forget and I didn't forget about Trey Songz and his alle- the allegations that were against him as well. But I'm gonna keep it pushing though. Because speaking of PR stunts, I do want to bring out how and so typically when me and Shani talk about like a situation that happens in the media, she always put her PR hat and tell me how it's going to play out. And I'm telling you, it always play out like how she says it's going to play out. So, boom. I really need to get into PR, honestly. I got to look into that. She really do. Boom. Nick Cannon, my boy got all his shows back. Remember, he was canceled last last year for a brief, you know, time. Anti-Semitic comments. Shani said, you know, boom. They was gone. You know, say, you know, he apologized. Boom. Go, He's go. Disappear. disappear for a while. Boom. That you know, we heard the rumblings about his education that he was doing while he was uh, you know, silent. Boom. It's been enough time. Hella shit been going on. Boom. A show. We back in rotation, baby. Not only is we the uh talk show that he was about to uh get that got canceled, that's coming back in the fall, and boom, wilding out. We back. You know. For Mr. Cannon, for 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 anyone that's out here listening, you know the rule of thumb, honestly, when you mess up, just in general, for real, for real, it doesn't even you don't even have to be a celebrity. When you mess up in general, just make your apology, go ghost, and give people time to forget about what has occurred, or you know what I mean, for the impact to wear off, and then bounce back, like then pop back up. I wish a lot more people um, did that. Because a lot of times people make it so much harder for themselves when they try to go on social media, give us them iOS press releases, those four paragraph uh, statements that they wrote in a notes app. Like, just just hire me, honestly. <laughs> just, just reach out to me. Uh, my email will be in the bio, the description. <laughs> and if you need me, mm-hmm. I got you. Um, but I'm not mad at Nick. Like, to be honest said I understand why people were offended with it um however I do also feel like those are one of those situations where because of the time period we were in um you know I feel like how they were canceling all of his stuff was more so kind of like I don't want to say like an example you know how but I to be honest it was kind of like we're gonna make an example you know Mm -hmm. out of Mm -hmm. you type of thing but um my homeboy be making money. Like he he hosts all the shows. Like he does the Mass Singer, Wild and Out. Like low key, I feel like people Nick Cannon really be in his bag when it comes to um, the show business or whatever. So I didn't think he was gonna stay down for long. I'm glad that he is back, and I wish you know him and all of his endeavors much success. Okay, girl. Me too. Same Nick Cannon. So speaking of um, more PR, 
So apparently it's coming out that um, amongst Kim and Kanye divorce now, they're completely not speaking together. So we know we reported before, obviously, that they were going through their alleged divorce. Seems like the divorce is happening now. It's being reports that they are um, preferring to like not speak to each other. Makes me think that the divorce is going to get messy, but I also think it's going to, it's perfect right before like the Kardashians roll out to the Hulu network it's like we want to see like why they aren't talking and what's actually going on and I just find it find it interesting that they reported that um yeah I mean and this is why honestly y'all I really didn't want to see this happen I'm gonna be honest um didn't want to see it happen but I do I will say that I have trusted sources that have pretty much said like this the 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 divorce thing is like it's not a PR stunt like it's actually you know what I mean it is real but to Bianca's point I definitely agree that it's still very opportune timing you know what I mean that it's all happening when this this transition is going on uh, which makes me think that I don't know I don't know are you gonna watch I'll ask you that do you feel like all of this will at least lead you to watch the first episode no I feel like I'm gonna watch it via clips like I've been watching the last five seasons of the Kardashians (laughs) that's real the clip the clip you know the highlights. I don't really need to watch the show. That's real. I don't know. Um, I really don't have too much to say about that because, like I said, I really didn't want to see this for real. For real. Mm-hmm. Um, contrary to most people, actually, I actually like them as a couple for real. And um, yeah, my feelings are a little bit hurt. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little emotionally invested. Or, or it could just be the red wine, but yeah. So. No comment. I, I still stand by what I said before. I don't know if it was on this, on the podcast or on our other show, but I just, I wish them the best throughout this process. And I hope that they are able to keep things as um, cordial as possible and make it work for the kids. So, well, not make it work, but you know, be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on a more positive note, they're finally putting the brandy version of Cinderella on Disney Plus on February 12th. I can't believe it rolled out without it being on there anyway. But you best believe next week when you call me, I'm gonna be in another room. Impossible. Impossible. No, you gotta be for a plain country bumpkin and a prince to join a marriage. Impossible, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm be waiting. Oh, in my own little corner, in my own little chair. You ain't like that one. I ain't really. That song wasn't the one for me. It was definitely yeah. impossible. Yeah, impossible with the banger. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, things are happening. Yes, it just felt magical. Winnie definitely made the song feel. Things are happening every day, okay? A legendary voice, a legendary voice. And this is, I'm sorry, y'all, this is off topic. I will say this, I'm super excited to watch that, but super off topic, but a movie, I believe this 
is a movie that's on Disney Plus that I randomly watched it with Amaya, and I just feel like I got a little gem from it. It's called Polar Express. It's my first time watching it. Y'all probably really don't care. But moral of the movie was like, basically, the boy didn't really believe in Santa or Christmas. But scratch all the Christmas stuff, because that doesn't really matter. The message today is, you will see it when you believe it. Okay, you will see it when you believe it. And what made me think of that is that impossible song. So many times we tell ourselves that things are impossible because we don't really believe in our gut, in our mind, in our hearts that whatever opportunity or whatever goal or whatever it is that you want to do or you want to be is possible. But when you truly believe that, that's when you can actually operate from that space, from that energy. And then you just naturally create it you know what I mean so I don't know I just felt called to say that again it could be the red wine but I feel like somebody needs to hear that so when you believe it you will see it so if you have some something going on internally where you can't even fully believe it for yourself focus on that focus on what is it that's making you think that you don't deserve it that you can't have it that you're not capable of doing it and once you fix that baby you'll see it but I can't wait to watch that girl Uh -uh. Amaya gonna be mad because I'm forcing her to have a movie night with uh the Cinderella. Oh with yeah, Brie gonna be hit because you know we love a good single. On. It's a classic. Like what? It's Brandy Girl. Well, I ain't really got nothing else. I think this is a good time to segue into. But one last thing, and it's only because we just mentioned it in the last episode, and we said as more information came out, we would keep you guys posted. I did want to note, again, we ain't really going to be, we ain't really saying too much about this whole T.I. and Tiny thing, but it did come out um, that I want to say that they are suspending the recording of the, I don't, I don't know the exact name, but it's like T.I. Yeah, family yeah yeah family and friends the family friends version of family hustle yeah uh-huh, girl uh-huh. and lisa bloom then got on the case and you know when lisa bloom get on the case honey that's all I'm y'all saying. can't see our faces but we look <laughs> right. we gave each other the same look because when you know you know if you know you know so that is just the one update in that situation um so they did suspend a show i want to say mtv because i feel like the show is you know how they vh really because i feel like the articles that i was reading say like it don't even matter y'all somebody from the, the network reported that it was a mutual decision to stop the recording um until things settle down until they kind of have more clarity on the situation so you guys know like we said we'll just keep you updated on the situation as we get more information now one thing I did have to I want to share because it's just funny I don't know if y'all saw this but did y'all what is his name Lil Uzi Vert Girl, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe you wasn't gonna even mention that though. But I what for, is I, going on? Okay, <laughs> uh, the infinity stone in his head, right? The twenty-four million dollar pink diamond, to be correct, that he spent so much time saving for, that he spent years paying off to decide what better place to put it than my forehead. 
ma'am. Who thinks like this? Like, I literally need to know what the thought process behind this was. I don't know his thought process behind it, but I will say when this came out, like, obviously, y'all know the internet is undefeated. And everyone kept, like, reposting this meme from some, like, superhero cartoon or something where, like, the person had, like, a stone in their forehead. Which makes me wonder if, you know, he strikes me as, like, a a superhero anime type of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Like, which makes me wonder if, like. Inspire him. Exactly. If it was, like, oh, this is a special diamond stone, you know, and, like. I can think of so many things I could do with $24 million. Girl, what? Like, and the last thing, the very last thing I would think is to go get a pink diamond and put it in my are, okay, so is he still in a relationship with JT? Because I'm just, I'm confused as to why she didn't stop this. Girl, I don't know. They was on the internet arguing this week, too. So. Okay, so. And it just looks like it hurts. Like, it, it looks look like good. you could just snatch it out. And it just looks crazy. Like, I, I can't even look at him in the face. Yeah, it definitely is. It's just, it's, it's not aesthetically pleasing. Um. But you know what? If he likes it, I guess um, I love it. I saw a picture with like blood dripping down. I don't know if that was like photoshopped or like, <laughs> or like if that was a real photo. I want to say it might have been on the shade room, but it was definitely a photo with like the diamond and blood. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's leaking, but he needs to go back to the surgeon if it is because $24 million diamond, I feel like that was a pro- probably a very pricey surgery. It should not be leaking already. And I'm going to just leave it at that. I think he just needs to go back and go for the whole removal service as a whole. I just feel like long term, that's just not going to be a good idea. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Like, I am all for creative expression, individualism, you know, doing things that make you feel good. Like, I'm all for that. But, like, some things are just, like, is that really necessary, though? Hmm. But this is what we talk about all the time. These are these are people um, of with wealth and money, you know, operating in their tax bracket. Like, well, when we get wealthy and have money, when I call on some bullshit, please let me put a diamond in for you, girl. (laughs) Like when I call and say something outrageous, be like Bianca. I understand. You acting like you just be like Bianca. You acting like you ain't used to shit. <laughs> because you doing too much, girl. Like doing too much. Less is more, baby. Okay, <laughs> I got you, girl. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I wanted to add in because I just I couldn't let those two things. Um, you know. Yeah, and actually, those two things were definitely on my list. Though, thanks for bringing. Just but like, y'all just heard her say she ain't had nothing else though right because I, I, I was just getting into the topic but I, I just, I just want to make sure y'all heard what i heard but we okay were- but did i come follow up i was ready so we are going to wrap up pop culture and move right into the meeting of the mind segment so this week you guys it's february now first and foremost i know i don't 
y'all know and the reason why we didn't really mention it last episode is because y'all know we come on here every week and we go hard for black people okay but it definitely is black history month so let me just put that out there um yeah but y'all know this that's we not new to this we true to this so we don't need a and also oh go ahead if you're not new here you know that on our last season of february we had a whole hella black hella proud series it was all black history month all day so yeah. this year we switching it up. We are. So this year, I just want to say that because I know people might be like, they ain't even do no black history. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, how y'all black and y'all ain't even saying nothing. Y'all not really down for the culture for real. Hey, like wait. baby, it's black history every day. Uh, it's every day of the year over here, okay? We're switching it up this month, um, but really quickly, if you guys are interested in Black history content, we actually recently recorded a really awesome uh, podcast episode with our homies at Three Strikes Podcast, and they actually will be dropping Black history content all oh, throughout man. Yes. Hella Black, hella Black content. And honestly, we just were a guest on their show and I just learned so much. Like there was so much interesting facts that I had no idea about. So make sure y'all go and check that episode out and the rest of their Black content because if it's as good as our episode was tonight, then I'm sure that it's going to be great. So go check it out. Yes. So if you want something, definitely check them out. I will... Try to remember to put it in the description bar. Y'all know I'm not good with the descriptions, but I will. I, I No, I'm not going to try. I'm going to make sure their link is in the description bar so you can check them out. Um, but yeah, this month we are actually going to be focused on the lovey-dovey stuff because, you know, we both single. So we got to take uh, advantage of these moments to talk about relationships <laughs> and love. We both single, but y'all know I love love, so we are definitely going to take this month to, you know, showcase love, discuss love, talk about love, and all that lovey-dubby shit that I love. Yes, y'all. She love it, love it. So that brings us to this week's Meeting of the Mind segment, which is actually based the foundation of this came from one of bianca's favorite shows y'all i'm gonna just be real it's one of her favorite shows yes if you know you know if you're at my house and the dvr is loaded and there's something that needs to be watched this is what's coming and that show is married at first sight so really quickly if you Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You get the concept and then I can say say what I was going to say. Okay, cool. So really quickly, if you're not familiar with the show, number one, you can watch episodes on, um, I feel like they're on demand, but I know for sure there are at least, I know for sure there's at least one season on Netflix. Mm -hmm. So if you're not familiar with it, I know most of y'all got Netflix, you can go and check it out. But the concept of the show essentially is that they have matchmakers that actually pair two strangers together and they when they meet each other they're literally at the altar like and walking down the aisle to get married. but these are legally um, binding marriages not for play play so when they go to the wedding day they are legally married but that that is the first time that they've ever seen each other 
Yep. First time that they've seen each other. First time that their families get to families and friends, whoever attends, because y'all sometimes the family don't show up because they don't support the decision. But that's yeah. a whole and nother you only invite a certain amount of guests anyway from East Side. Yeah, so that's a whole nother thing. But um, so yeah, they literally get married and then you have the weeks adjusted because of COVID and quarantine. So I want to say, Bianca, you said it's like eight weeks now. It's eight weeks. So no, traditionally it was eight weeks, but during the last season, because of COVID, they ended up doing 12 weeks instead of eight. Mm-hmm. But um, I so, think- Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think this season is still back to eight. So they literally get married and then you get to witness firsthand everything that these- new couples that literally just met each other are going through. So we wanted to just talk about a couple of things that are going on this season and kind of just kind of like, sorry, it's, I guess it's kind of a spoiler alert if you guys want to watch. Um, but I mean, we're not going to like, compl- I mean, the season literally just started, so yeah. it's still early, but um, we will talk about a few of the different relationships on there and kind of give our perspectives on it and also just open it up to ask you guys, um, you know, to submit your thoughts on some of the topics as well. Exactly. So which couple do you want to start with? Because we have like a couple with age differences. We have a couple where one is not even attracted to his mate. Um, And then we have some that are just, they seem like very, very, solid relationships um but yeah so what are you thinking do you want to start with the one with the attraction one yes okay first of all before we even get started I just want to say that contrary to unpopular opinion I would definitely totally go on married at first sight I would totally be down for the whole matchmaker experience they do it based off like they so many different aspects like they have uh, they literally like like have compatibility people together so they do it like job like how you were raised like obviously this taking into consideration your pre- some of your preferences where they're supposed to anyway and I just think that you know I'm already a like okay let's just do this type person so I think, you know, that's my speed. <laughs> but unfortunately, they have rules, the requirements, and criteria. And one of them is that you cannot have children. Understandable, you probably don't want to bring children into a, a situation like that. And two, that you used to couldn't have not been married before, but now they actually have someone on this season who was married before. Yeah, but yeah. I, I guess it was uh, more of a like military arrangement type situation, so they let it slide. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. child. Okay. Also, I just want to start, and I also want to say that the show used to start off that with like a smaller amount of couples, but they've like literally added on. Like now it's five couples. Um, so I can't remember all of their names. So when we talking about them. Sorry, it probably just gonna be like a characteristic of them. You'll get what I'm saying if you're watching the show. Okay. Anyway. So who do you want to start with? The first couple that I want to start with is the attraction guy. Okay, so that is um, because y'all know me. Quick with the fingers, Chris and Paige. Paige. Mm-hmm. Yes. Paige is a beautiful young lady, real chocolate, you know, curvy, 
she um is really like a believer in God um and her like interviews basically she just talks about how she knows that you know everything in her life is divinely guided and she knows that um God is blessing her with her husband she goes into the situation very very optimistic okay now they pair her with a guy hit Chris Chris apparently used to be a pastor but then he wasn't making a lot of money so he started his own business he definitely gives me player player vibes and apparently he was just engaged previously to being selected from the for the show um right off the bat he gives me very narcissistic vibes and on their wedding day they got married and, you know, they always talk about, like, the couples after in the confessional, like, well, what did you think when you seen your husband and stuff? So Paige is like, oh, oh, I thought he was handsome. Seems like a great guy. He's a man of God, blah, blah, blah. He like, I mean, first of all, his first interaction with her friends, he say, I feel like she probably not what I want, but she what I need. <laughs> Sir, what? So then he tries to clean it up. But later on, he's in the confessional with his wife. Like, she ain't really what I'm usually attracted to. I ain't really attracted to her. The initial attraction wasn't there. He told, he said that in the confessional. He says that, you know, so his friends. They get back to the hotel honeymoon night. So she, he did mention that he did like her ass though. (laughs) In the dress. Straight like a, I don't even want to say the word, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all already know. And then they get back to the hotel. Then they get back to the hotel, and he like in the confessional, like, but when she put her pajamas on, though, I'm like, okay, okay. Anyway, the couples obviously they they're technically married, so they have the option to have consensual sex or not. So they obviously the next morning they record, you know, and they say if they got if they had sex or not. So they record and all the other couples, you know, they together. The couples are together and they talking about they night. Girl, they get the page. She's sitting on the couch looking lonely and lost because she can't find her husband. He comes back to the room talking about he had a panic attack. So she like, what's the issue? He like basically like, I'm not attracted to you. So she's like, well, if you're not attracted to me, then why did you have sex with me? Because I don't have sex with people that I'm not attracted to. Okay, so really quickly, though, you guys, because I feel like context is, I feel like if you guys have not seen this, I just want to paint a more vivid picture for you guys. This conversation, he comes in the room, he does look slightly distraught he put his hands over his eyes like he was about to cry but when he removed his hands there were no tears i just want to point that out the dramatic yeah but Paige did sit next to him now as he's telling her this he did have his hand on her lap and he did actually say this is not verbatim but it's a little bit more accurate than what bianca just said he said on paper we're the perfect match however um you know you're just you're usually not the type of girl or something along those lines that you know I would go for or something like that maybe I think yeah anyway obviously 
See, no matter how you word it, word it, swallow it. That's the hard pill to swallow after you in her head. She obviously had one picture going on and he clearly had another. Okay. No, it's bothered her because she further, the next morning, they have to go meet with their parents, the other spouse's parents, who they too just met the day before. She goes to brunch. And they're like, how's things going? She like, we already hit a rocky patch. They like, it ain't even been 48 hours. She then shares with her parents, his parents, that he said that he wasn't attracted to him, but also that they had sex. Which I just want to say, for me personally, I don't think that should have ever occurred. For me personally, I do feel like she kind of may have crossed the boundary by taking their sex life, her partner, her her mate, and then not only just telling people, because if she told more people, as I'm sure Bianca gonna get to yeah. in a minute, but telling his parents, like not everyone talks to their parents about sex. Like I actually shared with Bianca after we watched this episode, like me and my mom didn't really talk about like sex for real until I told her I was pregnant. Like, low-key, she probably didn't even know I was getting down for real. Like, so I do feel like she low-key crossed the line by telling his parents that. I get it. I don't, my thing is, I don't understand, like, what she was expecting to get from the parents by telling them that. You know what I mean? Versus just, like. Because that's not even, like, some insightful, give me some advice type shit. What do you want? getting from his parents. What do you want them to say? You want them to say, like, you're not his type. Like, oh, yeah, he usually dates this type. It's completely different from you. And then now you have, like, an insecurity or you're comparing yourself to his exes. Like, no, like. Yeah. It was just very awkward. Um, I can already tell that there's going to be a lot of interesting situations at this point. Now, usually I feel I've, I don't feel like I've ever felt like this about married at first sight. But at this point, I feel like they just had to put uh, Chris on for entertainment because there's no way that they thought that Chris was ready for marriage. You don't think so? No. Um, Two. Um, to be, to be fair, and if you're listening to this episode, I, I'm, I'm really curious to see what you may think about this as well. Me personally, if I was not attracted to the person, I would not have engaged in intercourse with them. Not just once. She said twice. It happened that night and it happened that morning. So right. I did not have engaged in intercourse before I had that conversation and let my my new spouse know, like, hey, I'm excited to get to know you. You know, you are not the type that I normally like from a physical whatever would date or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm I want us to continue to grow. Like I want to build that attraction. Like I want us to blah 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 blah. And I want to have sex. Um, he said that he, his father checked him about the situation and his response was that he was hoping that through having sex that he would, that that would actually kind of like enhance or kind of create an attraction. I, uh, I guess a, a, a physical or, you know what I mean? Like a physical attraction. But he did then say that after the two times that it did not. Yeah. 
So, but I'm curious. Which really baffles me because as they show clips from the season going on, Paige says that they've had sex every day since they've been married. So that also concerns me about Paige and her self-esteem. Because why are you still having sex with this man daily like this? And you know he's definitely not attracted to you. And y'all having this full conversation about it. But see, but this is the this is the other thing though, because I agree with you. And if this was a, a typical boyfriend girlfriend situation, I would say, yeah, absolutely not. Like you just let me know that you don't even find me physically attractive, so you're really just trying to get your you know what off at this point. But they are legally married, so a part of me is like, from a wife perspective, you know what I mean. Like I do still. And I don't want to say obligation because I don't even want y'all to be like, oh, women are not obligated because I know how it can get. But for me personally, you know what I mean? Like as a wife, we at least got to do this for eight weeks. So like, I mean, I'm trying to still get some. I mean, maybe he putting it down. I'm like, even if he got to be putting it down. Hey, he got to. He got to be putting it down. He got to be putting it down. What in the entire hell? Definitely won't make it on. You don't think so? No, I do not. I see no hope for them. Okay. Well, you guys, really quickly before we move on to the next couple, if you were Chris, I'm curious to know, would you have taken his route and engaged in relations to try to build some type of physical attraction or connection? Or um, do you feel like Paige is you know, kind of validating her reason for feeling like that was messed up and like he shouldn't have did that, but also still sleeping with him. You know what I mean? Let us know what y'all think about that one. All right. But next couple. The next couple, I think her name is Brianna. Um, I don't know what her husband name is, (laughs) but Um, I believe this is Brianna and Vincent. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Big V. Oh, I like them. This is my favorite couple right now. I Okay, so on the contrary, I love them. I think they are definitely going to make it. I mean, they had instant chemistry on both ends. Um, Once they seen each other and both initial reaction were great things, you know, unlike those physical traits that Chris were looking for, you know, um, Vincent gave very good descriptions. He, she seen he she's beautiful um he likes her their their instant conversation she seems intelligent he can already tell that she had a good head on her shoulders brianna's an engineer you just tell she really about her business and she just needed a partner who was about his same and he too is about his business they both also seem very family oriented and from the day they from the time they like unveiled blindfold like i feel like they just clicked and i'm rooting for them Go, Um, yeah, I have literally nothing negative to say about that couple. Like, um, I think that they're great. And from the episodes that we've seen thus far, I feel like even with um, I won't spoil it completely, but Vincent had an incident that come that occurred that was a very sensitive situation. And I feel like as his new wife, you know what I mean? She yeah. showed him like, you know. I don't know all that's going on, but I'm here for you. I support you. I care for you. Like, you know, and just try to nurture and console him. So love those two. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Do you want to do the couple that has the, the age gap or the ones that one is like a party, seems like a partier, and the husband is like, yeah. uh, let's do the age gap. Okay, we so that is Kaylee and Jacob, I believe. Yeah, so I think she's like, how old is she? Did they? So um, Kaylee is 28 and Jacob is 38. Yeah, so he's much older. He uh, seems like he was more settled in his. He, I also believe he's the one that was previously. He's not the one that was previously married. That was the pilot. Um, this is the one who only eats steak and eggs as his diet, which that was some weird shit. Like he said, for the last five years, he's been on a carnivore diet where the only thing he literally eats every day is steak and eggs. That was weird. He also did a lot of, like, when he met their parents, he did a lot of, look what I have. Look how I remodel my house and look at the jacuzzi I put in and look at the beach. And it's basically a vacation at home, which is cool. But, like, he talked to them about that at the wedding and the next day at the brunch. So they like, okay. Like, it was a lot of, like, me talk. But when me and Shani talked about it, she him being older she was saying that he definitely was trying to give the i can provide oh. yeah. yeah um i definitely feel like that is i definitely feel like that's where jacob is coming from i feel like to her parents he was really just trying to like assure them that at the end of the day I can provide he also does not strike me as a very emotional person no they did like a love language quiz or something I would not be surprised if like his is like you know quality time and like gifts or something you know what I mean or like something along those lines where he just feels like as I he gives me like as long as I'm providing there shouldn't be an issue and with Haley um based on like kind of how her family described her I don't necessarily know if all she cares about is like a man that can provide you know what I mean she kind of strikes me as someone where like to be honest with you and I could be completely wrong like if she didn't date her she probably could take care of herself or her family would probably support her so I'm curious to see how their relationship would go but for you Bianca out of curiosity just for conversation purposes do if you met someone that was strictly kind of like this is what I can do for you based and that's kind of the extent of the conversation because that's really all we really saw from Jacob so far like I feel like from what I've seen I have no real idea like his personality outside of that fanny pack that he brought out and I was like which was terrible and his style looks <laughs> not like it would be something I would be interested in he gives me old man vibes man I'm not saying I wouldn't date an older guy but I don't want to date an older guy who gives me I'm dating my um uncle or my dad vibes you know what I'm saying he definitely gives me dad without kid vibes so I personally, like for me personally, yes, I'm interested in somebody being with somebody who can financially provide, but I need more than a financial provider. Like, I need a personality in my partner as well. So I can't sacrifice being with someone who doesn't make me laugh or I'm not emotionally compatible with, or somebody that, you know, I don't emotionally connect with over being being like 
financially taken care of. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I will say that like maybe earlier in my my dating life I definitely would have been like oh he as long as he's a provider like it's fine but I'm at a space now where I like I I can actually provide for myself like and I I feel like I do quite well so it's definitely gonna take more than just what you bring to the table financially yes that's still important but um I'm curious to see how their relationship plays out because like I said I just feel like Haley I feel like although like a man providing and being able to to do the things like he says, like renovate the home and change tires is important to her. I feel like eventually she's probably going to want a little bit more of an emotional and like, you know, just like an emotional connection. Um, And she, I don't know, for me personally, she seemed kind of cold toward him, honestly. She did. She did. Um, So the last couple... I feel like they, too, have an age difference as well. Um, She's definitely young, wild, and free, honey. And he's definitely giving me structured, I've been there, done that uh, routine vibes. Um, I know that they say that opposites attract. I don't know. I'm not sure about this one. So this couple that Bianca is referring to is Virginia and Eric, um, and their ages are 26 and 34. So Haley and Jacob were 10 years apart. I mean, they're eight, you know what I mean? So it's not that, that's, I mean, it can still be quite a big of a difference. Um, so I agree. It's, Virginia is definitely still like, I'm, exploring myself I'm still having fun she honestly reminds me of me at 26 like I'm not really trying to be tied down like the idea of love and marriage sounds great but which is so interesting because she literally said in her matchmaking interviews that she wanted to be with somebody that could be out on the scene with her or could be out in the club with her. And he literally said in his interviews that he doesn't do clubs, that he's a homebody, that he stays in the house. And he's also a pilot. So basically he's gone on flights four days out of the week. So my only thing is maybe that could work for them because they're actually they're gonna have time apart so I don't know what they're gonna communicate in their marriage but maybe he like hey when I'm gone you party all you want but when I'm home you know we're gonna stay in the house and maybe that'll work for her so the one thing that I wanted to bring up about Virginia and Eric because I want to say this was on the most recent episode and I really want to pose this question to not only to shoe Bianca but the audience as well is that Eric was very vocal in this latest episode that he for sure wants children yeah or at least a child and Virginia I want to say she told his mom that she didn't want any kids but then when she was speaking to Eric she was kind of giving she him told like, his mom that she was 50 50 on it and okay. his mom raised the eyebrow like 50 50 because we want grandkids over here period so the and the reason why I bring that up is because especially us as parents when you are dating Contrary, I don't care what anyone says, the whole kid thing plays a big role when you're dating, whether it's you're dating and you have children or you're on the opposite end and you may be dating someone with children or just the thought of like, if you want or don't want children at all, like that's actually very, very important. So 
knowing that he for sure wants them. And like, although she said she was 50, 50, her face was literally giving like, and I don't really know about that. <laughs> her face is definitely giving me, I'm not really sure, but all right, we're rolling it for it's- now. Maybe one I can think about it, and she even ended with, but it will definitely be in a couple years, which is obviously in that. Yes, and that was the part for me. I was like, I could see her saying like she wants one, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. And because he's already eight years older than her, I feel like his timeline is completely different. So for Bianca and also for the listeners, I'm just curious to know. If you are someone that wants children or even don't want children, is that a deal breaker for you? Knowing that your potential, in this case, your spouse, or let's just even say you kind of got married on a whim, learning that, do you then compromise and kind of either have children or don't have children based on like, you know, where you were before? Or do you say like, that's a deal breaker? Like I have, I want out because it's just not what I want. I think children is a conversation that is a deal breaker or not because I feel like that is a life decision like you cannot play with bringing kids into these world they are not moms like once they are here they're here you're responsible for them and I feel like for some people having kids is a strong desire for them that's not something that they take lightly like some people really desire to be parents So I feel like to essentially feel like they've been robbed of that experience to compromise from love at some point, it's just not going to work out. Somebody's going to, if I really want kids at some point, I'm going to resent you because I never had kids because you didn't want them. Or like, if I know you don't want them and I'm saying like, yeah, I don't want them either, but secretly like I do, eventually that's going to catch up. And you've seen that in several situations. That was Jenny Mai and her husband's situation they she said she didn't want kids and he wanted kids and eventually that and you know that that was something that affected their marriage so I just feel like for me personally kids is important like because I mean I don't have a desire to have a whole bunch of kids so I already got one kid so now we already like I'm already personally on the two kid minimum for real, maximum for real. If I'm being honest, like, and I would date somebody with a kid, but I will also want them to be on the one kid max because then three is, you know, something that I can, I may or may not be able to make work. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, that's real. Like, I wouldn't. I mean, depending on like how. I don't want to say I wouldn't compromise because I don't know what kind of space I would be in with my future partner because, you know, when I'm in love, I'm in love, love, and I might be on some, I have all the babies, but in the space that I'm in right now, I just couldn't see me having, like, a whole bunch of kids, so the amount of kids that they have already would definitely play a factor into, you know, if we could, if I could see us having a future partner. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same space as you are, but in the opposite way, like, I actually, if you know me in real life, like, if you're close to me, you know that I I want more kids, like, I honestly would probably have, like, seven kids if I can financially, like, support seven kids, for real, Um, so for me, I, I, like I said, I feel like I'm kind of where you are, but in the opposite way, where if, I met someone and they didn't want at least one kid, I would kind of be like, well, 
I don't really know. You know what I mean? Like, I love my daughter to pieces, but even she talks about wanting, like, a sibling. You know what I mean? It's something that we both want. So I feel like, you know, it could potentially be like a, I don't say a deal breaker, but it could be. I'm going to say a deal breaker. It could be a deal breaker for me. So I was just curious to see. Um, listeners, if you're listening in, let us know if that would be a deal breaker for you. Because I'm just curious. Um, so outside of them, I think the only other couple that we didn't talk about was Clara and Ryan. And the only real thing about them was, I want to say, the religion thing, right? Yeah. So, but honestly, that could be a thing. So, Claire, uh, like, actually walked away from religion. She, like, went to Bible college or something, or she actually studied religion at some point. She actually made a conscious decision to, like, walk away from religion. So, she's not religious. However, they match her with someone who comes from a very religious family. Like, you can, I think his mom is a minister or a pastor. So, obviously, that would set an expectation that they are heavily involved in the church. So, this um even you can tell claire is already like are they gonna i hope they don't expect like have you know expectations of me to be like up in the church and stuff like that because i don't really rock with that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i feel like um that could definitely cause an issue with his very religious parents they give me close-knit vibes um it gives me if she can't really fall in line i can see it being an issue yeah um I still have faith for them to be honest one thing I will say um I don't recall either to Bianca's point if his mom was like a minister or pastor but one thing I will say about the children of people who are heavily involved in the church setting is that they typically tend to be a little bit even if they are still like very religious they do sound like a little like a rebellious kick in them um and their interactions thus far they don't concern me, concern me outside of the fact that he was kind of just like alarmed of how like her wild sleeping and like talking in her sleep and stuff. He um, also like made a comment about her talking a lot <laughs> to basically he's like, I'm used to, I'm okay with comfortable silence and my homegirl was just looking for every opportunity to say something. So I don't know about that too. Cause you know, that could be annoying. Like some people if you used to like being in your space and then your thoughts a lot and then somebody just right. talking you like okay she's, yeah she's definitely chatty um she's definitely chatty but I don't know I'm I don't know I'm curious to see where that relationship goes for me personally I don't think I have like any religious expectations on relationships you know what I mean like yeah I've talked to or dated people from all different types of religious backgrounds because I I tend to be more open-minded and like more come from more of like a, I want to seek to understand, you know what I mean? Whether if it's like you have a religion or if you kind of feel like, you know, I used to believe in this, but I kind of don't anymore. Like, I just like understanding why people feel that way. Um, but I can definitely, I would definitely understand if like, ultimately he's like, it's a, it's a no-go for me because she just doesn't share the same faith as me. Um, and you know, people, uh, religious factors play 
a huge part in relationships because depending on the religion, that could ultimately define the way that someone navigates a relationship or their expectations for their spouse based on the religious beliefs of, you know, what a marriage looks like or what a marriage, you know, responsibilities are. So I'm very curious to see how that will play out for them as well. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the the couples and what's going on with them. Like we said, this month we're going to be giving you guys all relationship, dating, yeah. uh, marriage type of content. Um, mm-hmm. So if you watch Married at First Sight, let us know what you think about it. If you have never watched it, please check it out. It is so, so good. Like, this is straight up Bianca's Alley. And I didn't think it was something that I would really be interested in. But once she got me hip to it, low key, like, I've been hooked because it's just, it's so interesting to see, like, how two strangers just navigate this, like, full-on commitment just right off the bat. Like, right off the bat. And then it, it just gets to show you, like, I like it because also, obviously, with everything, there's spinoffs. But then they have, like, couples cam, and they show the couples. at Like, now the couples have kids, and they started families, and some of them, you know, just really show how we've been and seeing their relationship is from day one and it's funny because on the, the very first season there was a couple where the wife wasn't attracted to the husband and she told him and here they are 10 years later two kids she actually hosts like the little after show of the show and it's just crazy because like they grew into attraction, but the way they handled the situation was just totally different than the whole Chris situation but anyway, like I said, like we said, check it out. It's definitely on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu too. And please let us know like your thoughts on those um those like topics and questions that we pose because I do feel like there was definitely some thought provoking situations. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Even like the Haley and Jacob thing, like. When it comes to age difference, I don't have anything against like there being an age difference, but it was for me, like with that one, it was like more of the, the fact that he just seems so focused on like what I can provide, you know what I mean? And like nothing else so far, but again, it's still very early in the season. So we may be completely surprised. Or the other older couple where, where she's like, yeah, let's take shots. And he's like, I don't really take shots. I can drink some wine. She's looking like, well, damn, we can't even tie it up. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. So let us know what you think. Um, and we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If, like we said, if you haven't watched it, just at least check out a couple of episodes. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It's so, so, so entertaining. Um, even if it's like the last season, because I feel like the last season was still really good too. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Yeah, they're just good in general. So let us know what you think. And we are going to wrap up this segment of Meeting of the Minds really quickly because I know we haven't done this in a while. But back in the day, if you are an OG listener, you know that we used to prop out businesses. And we used to call them PTBs. We probably gonna throw away that name and come up with something different. But I just wanted to shout out really quickly my homegirl, Jocelyn. She has a wax and lash business is called wax off lash on 
Now she is Ohio, specifically like the Cleveland area. So you don't live there. I mean, you can buy me a gift card, okay, and I'll go. But other than that, you can't really support the business, but I will accept the gift card. Just I will accept the gift card as well. I <laughs> okay, my home girl. Yes, but if you're ever, if, but if you are in the area, I promise you, um, if you are someone who is looking for a new um, lash tech or even just like a new esthetician to like give like your waxes, she has so many amazing services. She does every type of wax service possible, Brazilian, bikini, underarm. I recently did the leg and like the full leg wax. And y'all, I never thought the Brazilian was painful. But the leg, low key, is so painful to me. The, especially I, like the lower leg. It's so painful. I am one of God's favorites, and I do not grow hair on my legs. I know nothing about waxing, shaving, really? none of that thing. None of that on my legs. Um, you know, I do have to do, you know, the arm in the Brazilian area. But uh, legs, nope, we're good there. Well, regardless, she's amazing. <laughs> um, she she's just great. Like you feel comfortable. I've always felt comfortable when I go in with her. She's like one of those people that will talk to you, so you're not focused on yeah. the pain. You know what I mean? That is true. And she quick, y'all. Like she's mm-hmm. so quick and clean. Like she quick, but it be clean. And shiny right. Like she's so normal. She be like, "Oh, girl, what you doing? Uh, what you going to flip over? Put your booty up, spread the cheeks, yeah, girl." <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, and you be like, "Oh, you like?" And I'm like, you got this like, whole wax strip on my ass, but it's cool. Like. <laughs> I swear, and even for my first time, because if you've ever gotten like a wax or any type of service like that, especially you know, Brazilian or anything or like the butt, you know, it can be very, very awkward. But from the first time I ever went with her, I never felt awkward. And that alone is like something that you just can't find everywhere. So if you are in the Cleveland area, please check her out. Let her know that uh, Shani and Bianca sent y'all because low key, I think we might get referrals. <laughs> Period, because we definitely and it'd be hard to get on her schedule because the girls know. She so. need books, books, book baby. Um, but yeah, the business is called Wax Off Lash On. I will also include um her. I'll include the Instagram tag in the description as well. Um, and on her Instagram, there's like a booking link for you to check out. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I just want to do that because. She she really the homie for real. Like I really mess with her. I mess with her too. Yeah. So yeah. Anything else? Do you have anything you want to add for this episode? No, that's it. All right, bet. Well, we hope you guys enjoy this. I feel really good, but again, it could just be the wine. Um, yeah, but again, <laughs> we hope you guys have a great day. And you know, just remember, you will see it when you believe it. And like Whitney said, impossible things are happening every day if you are og listener you know that we also used to end the show with a quote that is shiny's <laughs> quote for the week okay baby let's bring it all the way back <laughs> okay i'm ready for it let's go no I, I, that was the quote impossible things are happening every day you oh, brought it to girl, i thought you had an extra quote or something get out of here <laughs> Bye, y'all. It's been real. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, y'all.